worship leader, are you aging out or aging in? This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, worship teams, leaders, and friends, thank you so much for subscribing to the Worship Team Training Podcast and your support and attention. We greatly value all of you and the way that you tune in, download these podcasts every week. I'm so grateful. We are so grateful here at worshipteamtraining.com. Thank you for visiting our website. Be sure to check out wttu.co if you want a membership on-demand site for worship training content. you got to get there. I'll tell you more a little bit about that later. You can catch all the postings on worshipteentraining.com. That's our events. That's also news coming out and latest episodes that you will see on wttu.co. Be sure to catch Worship Team Training on Instagram. Watch our shows on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash worship team training. Follow our Bible highlights on version Worship Team Training, Brandon Dempsey. And interact and follow us on Snapchat and Twitter. Our address, at Worship TT. That's at Worship, capital T, capital T. Be sure to sign up for the Monday Morning Digest. Go to worshipteamtraining.com. At the homepage, there's a pop-up window. You can't miss it. And enter your email address to receive the Monday Morning Digest every Monday straight to your inbox. Here is your word of the week. Ageless. What's the definition? Never looking old or appearing to grow old, lasting for a long time or forever. Here's your verse of the week. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Isaiah 40, verse 8. Think about it. Our God is ageless. So is worship. So is the life of the church. There is no in a sense, there's no beginning and end. There is this cyclic flow of that what we find ourselves in the middle. So why is it that we as a church look down on others that may be too young or maybe too old when really life itself is in the in-between? Our worship team training leaders know that worship is not determined by age, nor is age a factor of worship in the church. The grand wide body of the bride, that is who we are. We are in God's eyes ageless because we know that he is the one who is the age above all ages. He is the one, the beginning and the end. And in him, we have life. So therefore, we don't need to worry about the life to come or the life that we lived in the past. Amen. So I have some questions for you to ponder. What is the benefit of having an age diverse worship team? Now, many of you already fall into that category, but what if and so what you have a 70-year-old piano player, a 30-year-old guitarist, a 20-year-old drummer, and an 80-year-old bass player? With a lot of churches that are making up the normal population of the church, that really is the average worship team. Now, I've been in churches where it was nothing but 20-somethings and 30s, but different churches do different things for different points of outreach. But when it comes to worship, is it limited to just a number or just to a demographic or to a different look of people? Does worship cater itself to a certain number where it's got to be a certain age? Or does God hear one generation over another? In my book, The Journey of the Worshiper, many times I address the whole point about worship that it is ageless. Our response to God is not determined by a number. 
We also cover the same thing on our Monday morning worship Bible studies. That worship is walk with God. It's it's a lifestyle. It's how do we base our lifestyle in worship on God? And does God base requirements upon us? If he did, then probably numbers would be a, a factor. But when I read through the New Testament, I don't see that. I see it in the Old Testament. But here's the deal. Our worship team training leaders are highly effective leaders, which they know that our God and worship is ageless, and so is the church. So here's point number one. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Now, right there, I don't see anything about age. In fact, our God is eternal. He is ageless. So why does it? happen that some leaders or members frown at having someone older or younger in their team? Why is it that even in the church, we want to look a certain way? We want to appeal to what's driven by society or by pop culture? Because once we start comparing ourselves and and those ways of thinking, then we are aligning ourselves to the world. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mean that worship services and churches cannot be tailored to the community and to a certain demographic. That's great. We are to do that. But at the same time, we don't do it at the expense of oxbowing others. That's where I draw the line. Point number two, age and worship. John four twenty one through 24. Jesus replied, woman, believe me, at a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshiper the Father seeks. God is Spirit and His worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. Now, catch this key phrase right here, because Jesus is talking to the Samaritan. And as he's saying, you Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming. Right there, God already divides the line. He says, yet a time is coming, because salvation was meant for a certain group of people, a certain demographic, right? Ah, there we are. But now, a time is coming. A time is coming when the true worshipers, he is meaning all people. He didn't say true worshipers at the age of 45 or at the age of 15 or 25. He's saying true worshipers. And who are true worshipers? True worshipers are those who worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth, the Spirit of Jesus and the truth of his word. I'm sorry, but there's no age requirement or limit in those scriptures. In fact, we see a complete opposite. So if we're leading multi-generations in our churches, why can't they all be represented on stage? Now again, that's fine. I've been in churches. I've been on staff at a church where we minister to only 20-year-olds. Great. But not every church has that same bent. You have to be where God's called you to be within that community. But I think that there is something strong when we unify ourselves to whomever that God has given us to minister to. And so like Paul, we are to be all things to all people. So I say this, it's biblical to be all things, but at the same time, why do our churches, our worship teams need to have a certain look It's almost as if we're trying to be somebody else. I mean, the reality is is that no one's playing for the Grammys, nor do we need to look like that. 
As often as I share in our workshops that I do on Friday and Saturday for worship teams across the country, this is reflected in our leading of worship. Because you know what? People just want to see you. When you're leading worship at your church, they're not seeing Tom or Chris or Sally or Beth as the rock star worship leader. They're seeing, or hopefully, they're seeing somebody who is transparent in their walk. Last week, we talked about this in developing a lifestyle of worship. So how is your lifestyle of worship representing itself on stage and off stage? What is it saying to people? Because right there, that shows you that people want relativity. People want identification that lets them know that, hey, I don't need to look like somebody else. Hey, I don't need to be perfect because God's love is already perfecting me. Point number three, age and community. Philippians 2.5 says, And your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. So how age-diverse is your worship team? And how are you showing love in those relationships with one another? Or are you grumbling about the one guitar player who can't get the right chords? Are you grumbling about the drummer who maybe is uh, plays too loud? Or the vocals on this one section is too hot? Or they can't memorize their music. And you look at them not as a person, but maybe you look at them as the age. Because maybe you think, well, they're not as equipped. Maybe they're not supposed to be here. Maybe they don't look a certain way. I think we need to back up way up as worship teams. Because if the worship in our church, if we're more concerned about age, then I think we have an age problem and a heart problem. Because really, when we look at worship and look at the church through Scripture... It's ageless. So to have a lifestyle of worship is about daily living with God. That's what I said last week. But this is something that we've been hitting home a lot in our university membership site, WTTU.co, in which I've been saying that worship is about the way you daily interact with God and the scriptures and the way that you walk and live with him daily. There's no age requirement on that. So why then, why are we so worried about being a certain church or a certain people that has to do certain things to get attention. When really, if you're just being who you are and not copying, God loves you for you. He doesn't love you any less or more because you're being somebody else. And the last time I checked, there's nobody in our church role whose name, first and full name is somebody else. So here's what I say. For every podcast, hey, We thank you guys for subscribing to what we do. And you know what? We're offering a special right now in our university between now and Easter. I've been saying this before already on the past few podcasts, but if you have not joined Worship Team Training University, you need to check it out. We have more content, more Thursday training shows coming up, more videos coming up a course creation program that we're developing right now, plus already 800 article and video content, unlimited webinars, and more. All you need to do is go to wttu.co slash join. That's J-O-I-N, and you'll get the 25% off right away. Guys, if you want more, we encourage you to head back to worshipteentraining.com. Check out our workshops that we can do for you on a weekend, on a Friday and Saturday, and you'll be right back in time to Sunday to lead church with new tools in your tool belt. Also, try out our mentoring for your worship ministry. If you're a worship leader and needs to have that extra nudge, shoulder, to help you crystallize the vision God's given you, then try us out. I'm free to give you a one-day, one-week trial on one session. And you can email me at brannon at wttu.co. That's B-R-A-N-O-N at 
wttu.co. Also become a member at wttu.co on our membership site. Guys, hey, look, we appreciate you downloading this podcast, and we humbly ask that you give us a five-star rating on iTunes or iHeartRadio. Even better, share this podcast with a friend. We hope that you're encouraged and to be transformed for the leading of worship. I'm Brandon Dempsey, worshipteentraining.com and Worship Teen Training University. And remember, you don't need to be perfect. Just let God transform the way you live life and the way you lead worship. See you next time. Bye. This has been a Worship Team Training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.